like it. Shout out to Jose Ramirez, right hand. <laughs> I like Knock the fuck out. <laughs> you right. I like working out to the LK Sport Podcast. This is number 54. Uh, we're doing the NFC West. Uh, going from bottom to top. Uh, it's going to be pretty quick and simple. Like I said, we're getting them up. Information as we can as possible. I should have turned that down a little sooner, but it's all good. Shout out to A1 Done on the beat. G Money, what's happening, baby? What's up? What's up? What's up? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's go ahead, jump right into it. You got any other news before we do get into this? Besides Tim Anderson getting knocked out? No, I don't think so. Yeah, other than <laughs> I know. That. I said that you said Jose Ramirez. He actually knocked him out. Tim Anderson's the one that got knocked right. the fuck out. What else will happen in sports? So, the past week, so, been about um, a week. Now the Saints signed Kareem Hunt today. Yeah. When that happened. I mean, that's Kareem, uh, Ava Kamara, uh, got uh, three game suspension. That's true, yeah, that's since the last time. Yeah, what else? What else we missing? We got the Eagles, got a couple linebackers. They signed, um, you hear my dogs in the background. They, somebody must be here. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> You're a Cowboys fan, but we'll get more into that when we do the NFC East part of it. But let's go ahead and jump right into AFC West, Arizona the Cardinals. West side. Yeah, the Cardinals, they were 4-13 and last year. Uh, they fired King. They fired uh, Clint Kingsbury and brought in Jonathan Gannon. Um, last year on the offensive side of the ball, they were 22nd in total offense, 18th in passing, 22nd in rushing. They were 21st in points at 20 a game. Uh, on the defense side of the ball, they were 21st in total D, uh, 24th versus the pass, 14th versus the rush. They were second to last in points, giving up 26.4 a game. They were 24th in sacks and had a minus five turnover differential. Just you know, just overall pretty crappy team last year. Probably the same this year too, but yeah. Um, sorry guys, I know y'all probably hear my dogs in the background. Somebody got to be here. But I'm hoping my son can get them under control soon. But uh, Arizona Cardinals, like you said, four and thirteen last year. They had a, they got an over under of five and a half. Uh, they drafted offensive line of Paris Johnson. I think he's from Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I got to get my Ohio State. Ohio State, excuse me. Uh, then they went uh, B.J. Oloje, and then they went Garrett Williams, cornerback. Uh, they didn't do much in the uh, offseason addition. They got Zach Pascal, a couple offensive linemen, try to keep uh, whenever Kyler Murray comes back uh, upright. Um, defensive side, they went and got some few players, Kazir White, Boyd, Fenton. They went and re-signed their kickers. Uh, they got the 31st-ranked O-line by PFL, which is not good at all. Uh like I said, they are going to be be without Kyler Murray to begin the season, so Colt McCoy is going to be their starting uh, quarterback. Running for his life. Got James, you still got James Conner. Uh, you know they don't have Hopkins no more. He's in Tennessee. So your number one out there is Hollywood Brown. Then you still got Rundell Moore. Uh, who else you still got there? Zach Ertz. Greg Dortch. Remember, he was uh, – he played, he played well. Played hot he played well when, when, when uh, Hopkins was out and stuff. So, so uh, uh, But, I mean, again, I don't – I mean – he may, I, mean, I don't expect much from this team. Now, fantasy wise, they may have some. You know, they probably be throwing the ball a lot, so might want to. Maybe a couple of these receivers might be worthwhile just because they're going to be throwing the ball right. a ton. And uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know because this team's going to be so bad. I don't know what's going to happen with Kyler Murray. I don't think he's going to be rushing. He's yeah. going to be working on his call of duty more than he's going to be working on uh, his game. I think. <laughs> I think we'll see some Kyler this year, but it's not going to be worth it. Depending on how many games he has, if he got four to six games, I don't think it'll be worth it because you got to think. 
that the uh, fantasy football season in what week fifteen now fourteen with the extra week. Yeah, fourteen is the end of the regular season. So you only get eight games with Kyler if he gets to six out six weeks, and I think it's the other option better that for the total outcome of a fantasy football season would be much better outcome for you. Yeah, but, if you got deep rosters, maybe he's worth the stash, maybe because I think sure. they're going to want to. I think it's some more. I think they you may they may want to. I feel the Cardinals may want to try to showcase them a little bit because I think if they are as bad as some people think they is, they may be, you know, they may be the in the running for the Caleb Williams market. So true. And so you know, you want to show off this guy if you're going to try to trade him or something. So I don't think they can just release him to be too much dead money. Right, and they got the twenty two second twenty second strength of schedule. Uh, back to the fantasy football part of it. I mean, end of the day, you gotta uh, you gotta put Hollywood Brown. I think he's depends on the ADP where you grab. Him. I think he's gonna be a great option. I think Colt McCoy is gonna look for him. I think he's gonna get some get some targets out there. Who else gonna catch the ball? You got Rondell Moore as well. He can get some targets like you uh, we spoke about before. Uh, we're gonna be passing a lot. I mean, I like James Conner. I think he's the only decent back back that they do have there. I think he's gonna get fifteen to. Maybe twenty touches a game, like I uh, spoke before. Beginning of a game, you have to hand it to him. Try to keep the game in contact, uh, keep it close as possible. So near the end of the game, you can try to um, win it, field goals, things of that nature. I mean, you got to piece it together. But end of the day, uh, how we really know are, are they trying to win? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> with the with the squad that I, they have right now, I don't think so. I think they're going out, putting their best foot forward, and trying to have a decent season. And with that said, with an over under five and a half, I'm taking the under right now. Under, <laughs> yeah, under, yeah. So uh, we can go ahead and move on from these. So, <laughs> who's next? Who we got here next? The uh, Los Angeles Rams. Correct. Let's do it. Coached by Sean McVay. Still, they were five and twelve last year. Um, they had a pretty bad season as well. They were last in total offense. 27th versus the pass, 27th passing, 28th rushing, mm-hmm. and 27th in points at 18.1. On the defensive side, they were 19th in total defense, 22nd versus the pass, 13th versus the rush, 21st in points per game at 22.6, 21st in sacks, and um, had a minus one t- turnover differential. So that was probably their best statistic of their like, middle of the pack there. Uh, LA Rams didn't have much wiggle room this offseason. They still uh, uh, coming back from that Super Bowl run that they went on with the getting OBJ and uh, trading all their picks away. And, and I think they got Matthew Stafford that year before. So they got – was it the same year or the year before? It was the year before. It was right? the two years ago when they won the Super Bowl. That's right. what they got. They got stabbed. They went all in for that one year and got yeah. their chip and then – now they, they, yeah. So they didn't really have much wiggle room. They they signed a couple. They re-signed some guys. They didn't go out and get anyone. Like they said, they didn't have much cap room at all. Yeah, I mean, this a team going for it, and like, I mean, they got it. They yeah. got it. So you got to give that to them. But they are, yeah, they are, and they are like incomplete. I mean, this team is like all it's, draft picks it's, now. It's yeah, it's kind of rebuild, but it ain't a rebuild because you got older players and Donald still there, Cup still there, Matthew Stafford still there. You still got Higby there. Uh, you're piecing it together. I guess they, like I said, they another team that's going to try to put it, put it together, win some football games this yeah. year. They really don't have no choice. They really can't tank. And I just don't they think they have a team to actually win it at all at the same time. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm like, I feel, I feel, I've wavered with them a little bit. I thought they might be a playoff team. I've kind of gone back a little bit just because. 
they have to stay healthy. If whatever, if they're going to be, when you have guys like Stafford, you guys have like, you have guys like Donald and you have guys like Cup and McVay who, you know, I'm not an, as high on him as a coach as some people are, but I think he's a good coach. Like, you have those pieces. If this team can stay, if those, especially if those main pieces can stay healthy, they might surprise some, like, especially in the, in a weaker NFC. Maybe they, maybe they sneak in at like nine and eight or maybe even like eight and nine and be that last team in, but I don't think they're going to, but. You know, this team has no unless they hit on their like fifteen draft picks, um, which you never know because they they did a lot yeah, in the they draft. Did a lot of the draft. Um, I mean, because they, I mean, they had no they have no more money. They they rent you know the way they did, and then they traded you know they traded Ramsey away, and they did things like that. So they didn't they signed one free agent, I think. Um, yeah, so they don't they just they don't have, they don't have much room for error here. They're not deep. They're not in the NFL. In the NFL, there's going to be injuries. It's just it's just the part of the game. It just depends on who's getting hurt and who's not getting hurt. So. I mean, their biggest offseason splash news wise is Stinson Bennett. He got him in the fourth round. Uh, Go Dogs, uh, <laughs> national two time national champion. They put some respect on his name. So, did you did you see that meme I sent you about no. that? Uh, because um, oh, uh, Sony Michelle, Sony Michelle retired. Oh, yeah, 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 him yeah. and him and Stetson Benson played at Georgia together, and he's retiring. Right, and, and, and Stetson Benson's a rookie. Get out my dog. Man. <laughs> Hey, no, I got I got respect for him. It's just funny. That's how long he was at Georgia for. What's he like? Thirty two. Uh, Bennett, t- <laughs> I think was like twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, I think he's like twenty six, twenty seven too. But yeah, uh, let's see. He's a five eleven, one ninety two. You don't have much on him. I don't have this personal info here. But other than that. He got a 28th ranked offensive line, which isn't great for Matthew Stafford because he's a pocket quarterback. Uh, back in his Detroit days, he used to move around a little bit, but I don't think he has that in him anymore. Uh, they got the middle of the pack, strength of schedule at the 15th. Um, fantasy football-wise, got to go cup and acres. Other than that, he may take a fly on Higby. Maybe Matthew Stafford, who knows? Matthew Stafford, damn. So, uh, if you really he's always been, He's always been – he's usually a pretty – you know, near that, he's usually in that yeah. like ten. You know, right around that ten. But I think it's twelve more. If you're in a twelve team league, I think it's twelve more quarterbacks better than Matthew Stafford. Two twelve, yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, on paper, there probably yeah. is. But again, he, I think if you wait on a quarterback and he's healthy, he's not the worst. I won a championship with him before. So, what year was that? Twenty ten? Shit, like twenty seventeen or yeah, something like that. Maybe. It was pretty so. good. I, I'm, I'm just cutting the shit. But over under eight and a half. Um, I going back and forth, like I said, when we do our prediction show, final prediction show, right before the regular season. I'm going under right now. As am I. Yeah, I think they're right around right seven, eight wins somewhere in that range, and could be could be worse. Right, but all right, I, especially because I think their ceiling is like nine wins. So that's yeah. That, I just don't see it right now. Like I said, you always have surprise teams every year, and who knows who LA might be one. Where the other LA might be one. I, I'm really high on the Chargers, but uh, we're gonna move on to the Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks, coached by Pete Carroll, uh, they were nine and eight last year, um, which kind of surprised people last year. They were kind of a lot of people were predicting them to be pretty bad last year. Right. No quarterback, losing Russell, but they nine and eight got into the playoffs and lost in the wild card round. They were twelfth uh, in total offense last year, eleventh in passing, eighteenth in rushing. They were ninth in points uh, at 23.9. They had the 26th best total on total defense, 14th versus the pass, 30th versus the rush, and they were 25th in points against at 23.6. 
They were able to rush the quarterback pretty good. They were ninth in sacks and had a plus two turnover differential, so a little bit better than average. Uh, Seahawks, like you said, surprise team last year. Um, I got high hopes for them this year. Uh, they're over-unders eight and a half right now. Uh, they didn't really do much. Like they, they just locked up Geno for three years, $75 million. I'm happy for him. Let me get my hands together for him. Uh, I got to get the money coming for him. <laughs> and now we get our hands together for him. I'm proud of you, man. You stuck through it. Like you said, they wrote you off and you ain't right back. Now you got $75 million coming to you, and I, you can't be mad about that. So um, they went and got him another target, um, Jackson Smith and the Jigma. Uh, you got JSN. <laughs> yeah, JSN. that's what we're going to go with, JSN. <laughs> Devin Weatherspoon was their first pick. Then they went and got Jason at the end of the first round. Then they went and got Derek Hall from Auburn. I love what they did. They went and got Zach from UCLA. I mean, I just like what they did, man. They got Cameron. I love Cameron Young from Mississippi State. I mean, I think Pete Carroll's building a culture there, as he always has. He, he always played decent defense there. Uh, I think they played okay last year. They they hit the, the draft lotto with uh, Wood, Woodley last year. Now they got Willerspoon to go on the other side of him. You re-signed Bobby Wagner. And Kenneth Walker in the draft last year, too. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. Then you got – he's been hurt right now. So, they, I mean, Zach – He's been bonus. hurt, too. They've both been yeah. banged up in camp. It sounds like Zach is okay now, so. True. Uh, and then there's some more things I wrote down here for on defense. They went and got Jaron Reed, Jermont. Jones, Mario Edwards Jr., Devin Bush, Bobby Wagner, Julian Love, all these are vet guys. Only thing that concerns me some is they got the 30th ranked O-line uh, by PFF ranking. Um, I mean, I don't, you know, no disrespect, Jay, you know, you're not, you're not the, the, the uh, mobilist <laughs> uh, guy that you used to be. Don't get me wrong, I'm pretty sure you can still run uh, pretty decently for your age. But, I mean, you're going to have to get the ball out quick. Saying that 30th ranked O line, so it kind of scares me a little bit. They got the 10th yeah. strength of schedule, so that's that's a bonus on their end. So it is. I mean, they play in that division. I mean, it's it's like I said, I always I always have to take that the strength strength of schedule with a grain of salt, just because you just never know year to year what teams. You know, that's based on last year. But yeah, right. I mean, they should. I mean, you love you love. I got you. Got, you love Pete Carroll. This team got into the playoffs last year when nobody expected to. Um, there should be, I mean, they, they made up the defense was not good last year. The defense was not very good, but they did, you know, they made a lot of moves. So if they work out, you know, and again, in this NFC, they should, you know, I think they should be back. I mean, they should be back and, you know, Geno Smith, you know, that's again, we'll see. He got paid good for him. He deserves it. He deserves it. I mean, he's, you know, they're able to do these moves too, because even though he got paid 25 million per year is actually, mm-hmm. you know, that's a discount. If you're paying your quarterback 25 million a year, that's. That's a pretty good deal for a team. So true, very true. we'll see. I don't know. I know I'm not 100% sold on Gino that he, this wasn't, you know, because he's been in the league for a while. It was one year. I mean, I think he can, you know, I don't think he has to be, you know, he doesn't have to be lights out for this team to, con, you know, to contend for the playoffs. But, mm-hmm. you know, if he plays, if he, I mean, if he plays like he did last year, this team will be in the playoffs. So they maybe, maybe they challenge the 49ers for this division if Gino plays like he did last year. This is my sneaky team uh, for the NFC this year. Um, I really like their team. I really like what they did with it. They go three wide. Uh, and we can go single back with Zach or uh, Kenny Walker. Uh, I like that you that defense. Let me. I'm gonna go through it because, like I said, I'm kind of high on those guys. You got Draymond Jones, which they when they got in the offseason. You got Brian Munn, which is a big nose tackle. He's a big fella, guys. Jaron Reed, Daryl Taylor, Jordan Brooks. He was he came on last year for them. Um, he was in shit. He damn near on every tackle. You got Bobney Wagner, self-explanatory. Uh, you Wozu, 
He was another guy that was always around the ball. You then you got him when you got Devin Witherspoon, Jamal Adams come back. I mean, he's not gonna give you much in coverage. Maybe he got <laughs> better in the offseason, but you already know he's gonna come down to the line. He's gonna interrupt plays. He's very good around the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's gonna tackle. And then if them guys don't be careful coming across that middle, he's gonna light their heads up as well. He's a he's just a he just he's a scare tactic out there. You gotta you always gotta find him. Your head is on a swivel looking for Jamal Adams. Just roaming around on that defense. And Quadre Quadre Diggs, he was a pro bowler last year. He's very good at the free safety. Then you got Woodland that you drafted last year. So with those names, just saying them out loud, I think if you know football, you got to be careful with the Seattle defense this year. They can be good. Playing the Cardinals twice a year, playing uh, the Rams twice a year, then you got to – I mean, you're always going to have to battle them big boys that we're going to talk about next in San Francisco – uh, but who knows what we're going to get from Purdy. Was Purdy last year a fluke? Uh, is Trey Lance going to get another chance? Who knows? Sam Darnold might get a chance. Like I said, I'm moving on a little quicker. But this is my sneaky team for the NFC Nick this year. They can they get in and they get 10-plus wins, which they're over on is 8.5, which I'm taking the over on. I see them being a problem. I don't. They're not winning the Super Bowl. Don't get me wrong. I'm not that, oh, yeah, they're going to go get the Super Bowl. But – Every year, I think I think this team is better than last year. I think they might get one or two more extra wins this year. Uh, they got some draft cap, uh, some uh, wide receiver uh, handy. Uh, what's the word I want to use? Say if Metcalf or Lockett get hurts with JSN depth. Yeah, they got just got the depth to do it. And if Geno passed, like you said, for do what he even did last year, this team is going to be right there and make the wild card and get in there. And, I like them, man. Maybe they can still want get one this year, get a get a playoff win this year. Maybe I mean, yeah, I especially mean, especially if they match up with an NFC South team. Or yeah, I mean, like they, depending yeah, depending on where they fall in there, I mean, it's certainly possible. Yeah, I said, like I said, I'm I expect them to be in contention for playoffs. If not, make. I mean, I think I'm picking them to be in the playoffs. You know, as of now, but I think right. you know, in this NFC, yeah, I don't like I don't see them as contenders to win the conference, but I see them as you know. Playoff contenders for sure. I think the NFC is very top heavy, but I'm gonna give you their first four weeks and you tell me their record. They got Rams at home, Detroit at Detroit, Carolina at home, New York Giants at New York. Yeah, three and one. I mean, if they're not two and two, if they don't go at least two and two in that, they yeah. might be in trouble. But yeah, they should. I they, can see four and zero. Oh. I mean, they they can they could win all four of those games. But they, you know, I think they need to try to be. Where are the Where are the games? That's it. Where, where uh, the away games are Detroit and the Giants. Detroit. I mean, okay. they can lose to Detroit. I like Detroit a lot too. If you listen to the previous part, I really like Detroit. Yeah, I mean, they, they they definitely can beat the Giants. I mean, again, it's the whole West Coast coming across the East Coast, which right. sometimes is a problem. Eight fifteen for that game. Oh, Monday night game. Okay, so that 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 helps. That right. helps for sure. So, yeah, I mean, that they on paper, I would say they beat the Giants and the Rams. They should beat the Giants and the Rams, and then. Uh, I don't see less than three and one right now. Maybe yeah. they go to Detroit and beat them, but somehow you know every week has. Yeah, I think the, I think the Detroit's a toss up game, but like yeah, they should beat the Giants. I really like it, and they should be and they should beat the Rams. And what was the fourth team? Carolina. Yeah, I think yeah. Carolina. I think that's uh, they're at home though, the twelfth man. So I think Carolina's like we talked about. They're an improved team too, but with a good defense. So. Over on eight and a half, you know. Over, over, just, just I'm over. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stay over. Right on. Let's move on. 49ers, 13-4 last year, won the division. Brock yeah. Purdy came along. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it looks like he's going to be fine to start the season. So, yeah, they were 13-4 and four last year, uh, coached by uh, Kyle Shanahan. They lost in the NFC Championship game uh, without a quarterback. Um, they were on the sure. off- <laughs> on the offensive side of the ball. They were fifth in total offense, seventh in rushing, 13th in passing, sixth in points at 26.5. They were second in total D, uh, second versus the rush, 21st versus the pass, first in points against at 16.3. They were 11th in sacks, and they were plus 13, uh, which was number one in the turnover differential. So, yeah, this, I mean, it's a well-balanced team. Yeah, I like uh, San Francisco a lot. Um, you already know what they're capable of. They went and got Sam Darnold this offseason. They're over under 11 and a half, sorry. They went and got some, uh, just some old vet rivals. He was the backup Ayuk and Debo and Conley and Snead. They went and got some line guys and Brendel and things. On defense, they went and got Clinton Farrell. Jason, Javon Hargrave, which is their biggest one on defense. And you got uh, Kerry Hyder, you got Isaiah Oliver, and Tashawn Gibson, all those guys on that defense end to go along with the, I believe, uh, is probably arguably the number one defense in the league this year, I believe, with um, Warner in the middle. And then you got, uh, what's the kid name on the end? I got his name on. What's the kid that comes off the end for San Francisco? The linebacker or the. the, the Sheesh, I can't Greenlaw? No, 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 no. For Green Bay. Give me a second. I just had them guys up and I uh, moved off them trying to look at something else here. Oh, somebody signed, you're saying? Here we go. Nick Bosa. Oh, you're talking about Nick Bosa. He's yeah. Not, he's not from Green Bay. Well, you said from Green Bay. I said, I meant San Francisco. Why oh. I kept, did I kept <laughs> that's what, that's what you're talking about. That's, you said, that's, I thought you were talking about a free. Oh, yeah. I mean, Nick Bosa. I mean, he's not. He's not in, he's not in camp right now, but yeah, no, he's yeah. a he's a beast. He's one one of the you know he shouldn't have won Defensive Player of the Year last year, but he did. But you know that's who should have won it. We know who's the best defensive player in football, so it's fine. It's fine. We'll <laughs> anyway, talk about him later. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but like where where I was going, uh, they got both on that defense. I mean, they arguably can be the best defense in the league this coming year, and especially with the Hargrave and Farrell and all those guys they added on to that defense. And the biggest question mark is Purdy. It's Purdy. Yeah. It was Purdy a one-hit wonder. Yeah, and then, you know, what they do against – because the the one thing with that defense that they were a little bit vulnerable last year was against the pass. I mean, they were 21st versus the pass. Right. Um, they do rush the quarterback there. I mean, they're very – you cannot run the ball on this team. Yeah. Um, but that that will be that will be the big question. And, yeah, and Purdy, what – you know, because teams are not going to be surprised by him anymore. Right. They so. got tape. They got film. They're going to study it. They're going to see what he do, did well, don't do well, and – they're gonna try to make you know make his life a little harder. And coming off that injury, they're gonna you know it just it's part of the sport. We're gonna they're gonna slam him on that elbow. They're gonna they're gonna make sure he's healthy and good to go. They got the 18th ranked offensive line, which is not the worst. Uh, a lot of people say if it wasn't for Trent Williams on that line, that line hmm. be at the bottom. I mean, he's, he's a great a he's a great talent. Yeah, he's he's off outstanding offensive lineman. They got the fifth strength of schedule, which is you know that's an easy schedule, uh, especially they. They got them beating up their division, and, and I think their schedule. Let me go. If, if I'm not mistaken, excuse me. I'm getting a little tongue tied here. They play. Um, they play the NFC South, so that's why they strip the schedule is uh, what it is. Yeah. And they play the NFC East, which is the bottom. I think bottom light with Giants and Washington Redskins. So, I mean, they, the both matchups that they have with uh, the Cowboys and Eagles going to be amazing. But 
Yeah, and they uh, play that for, and then they get like the Bucks because they play the first place schedule, and the Bucks won that division right. last year. They have a game like that, like because yeah. you play a first place. But yeah, no, they, I mean, again, they're they're gonna be they're just good. Is that even 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 if even if Brock Purdy doesn't play well, you still got Trey. I, I still, still I, I'm saying, but even even if they well, don't just saying team, yeah, right. if they don't get great quarterback play, this team still wins this division. I think right. even, even even liking Seattle, I think even, I think this team still wins the division. The the quarterback play will affect them in the quarterback in the in the playoffs more if they don't get the if they don't get good quarterback play. Matter of fact, let's go back to Seattle real quick because we didn't um, speak on the uh, fantasy guys. So we got DK Metcalf there. You got Tyler Lockett. Both are, are draftable. Uh, are you staying away from the Walker uh, Zach backfield, or would you take Kenny Walker? No, I mean I, I think I would. I would try to if I'm going to get one. I think I might try to get both. But, Gino yeah. or Matthew Stafford. Stafford. I go Gino. Um that defense, would you if all the guys go on the Steelers, the what Ravens, I'm just going off the top of my head, the forty ers I don't think uh, they're Cowboys. I don't think they're a defense I would target in fantasy. I don't think. I don't okay. think. I'd have, again, I'd have to I'd have to I'm not looking at a fantasy football like ranking list of defenses, but I don't think they're one I would. Right. Okay. All right. This back to uh, San Francisco, but uh, fifth strength, fifth strength of schedule. We're going to get it together today. Uh, y'all already know on the fantasy football side of you got uh, Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk. I uh, got a question mark on Kittle. Would you be comfortable with Kittle? Yes. You yes. would? I think there's going to be some, you know, this team has a lot of weapons. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, I think you're going to have some good weeks and some bad weeks with any of these guys. Maybe aside from McCaffrey is probably the most, right. the most is the safest guy, but with the way the tight ends are going, I mean, again, it, I guess it depends where Kittle goes, um, because I don't like generally don't like using a high pick on a tight end. Uh, but with the, all these, with the the with the so many not good options out there, yeah, I would love if Kittle was my tight end. And it seemed like he really got going last year when Purdy started playing. Purdy liked him. He like really, mm-hmm. he was kind of disappointing a lot of the year. He was banged up, and then he came back. Purdy started, and it was like. And he was, he like won people fantasy leagues last year. Right. That's like how good he was down the stretch. Mm. Um, I was about to say something. I'm gonna go through the first eight here. They got a bye week at nine. Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh at Los Angeles at home. They got three game home, three game home stand with the Giants, Cardinals, Cowboys. Go back on the road for Cleveland and Minnesota. Then they're back at home for Cincinnati. Tough game. What you thinking? First eight, first eight games there. I mean, six and two, something like that. Six and two. At I'm least, saying man. five and three, something like somewhere around there. I got Cleveland beating them at Cleveland. I got Cincinnati beating them. I like Cincinnati. Um, like you said, they've been vulnerable to the past, and that what Cincinnati does. And um. Maybe the Cowboys get them. Yeah, so they, I mean, I think they, but they, knowing how good they'll be playing, you know, that's those are the three games that stick out a little bit. So, and they, it's a Sunday night game. It's gonna be fire. October eighth. Hey boy, <laughs> hey, I like those type of action, bro. So, yeah, I might watch. You might, I might watch. Yeah, right. I might watch that. All right. So speaking, they only of knocked NFC, us out of the playoffs the last two years. <laughs> NFC West here, I think it's pretty uh pretty uh cut and dry. Uh San Francisco, Seattle, then we got Rams and Cardinals. Um 
Plan for second. That's the, yeah. the, the NFC West. Plan for second. Yeah, because I think San Francisco that good despite any injuries. Who, who knows? It happens every year. Guys get hurt. So, like I said, but my surprise team of this NFC side period, I think, is the Seattle Seahawks, and I think you should watch out for them. I think you should hammer that eight and a half over because I think this team is going to be good. Other than that, what you got to say about the NFC? Yeah, I don't know if I'd hammer. I think it's over too. I don't know if I'd hammer. I'm but hammering it. What, what was the? Do we? I don't think we talked about the Niners over under eleven and a half over. Mm. I'm gonna go over twelve and five is not. That's not hard. Now they got the extra game. Twelve and five doesn't seem bad at all. Like I said, I can see them losing. Just going off scanning through this quickly. Uh, I can see them losing at Cleveland, losing to either Cincinnati or Dallas, so that'll be two. Uh, at I think Seattle might get them at Seattle. I like the team. Like I said, that's three. At Philadelphia, it'll be a hard one. They might lose that one. That'll be four, maybe. Yeah, that's, I think mean, that's like it. Yeah. <laughs> I think after that, that's it. I think maybe maybe there's yeah, one more Maybe there. Baltimore on Christmas. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's something maybe, but yeah. So, hey. Yeah, they should, they should win this. I think they, I think they win this division easy. Right on, man. Uh, anything else to say about the NFC West? No, I don't think so. Right. That wraps it up for now until we do our, you know, final, final predictions. Uh, you already know we uh, end on positivity here on episode 54. Uh, we just got done talking about the NFC West. You already know push forward, strive for greatness, and we're going to um, end it on that. Keep it short and sweet. And you already know subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And I thank you, and I'm grateful for you tuning into the LK Podcast and – be humble, live humble, stay humble. Hey, I said those backwards. It'll be <laughs> all right. But I really do thank you, and I'm grateful. And tune in to the other ones. Uh, we got we already done the NFC South, AFC South. Well, yeah, we just have the AFC West and the East left. That's so we it. did both Norths, both, both Souths. South. We got we just doing we doing the NFC West. We got AFC West coming to your next. Uh, then the we East. got the NFC East, AFC East next. Then we're done. And then we're going to give you a prediction show and a fantasy show, correct? Yeah, I think at least one fantasy show probably, but yeah. Right, and we're going to try to keep it going during the week. We got some things going on, but as more pods come, we'll explain it to you more. So, like I said, be humble, live humble, stay humble, and I'm thankful and grateful for you listening to the LK Sport Podcast.